what a show. What a show, John. Uh, the last Gotta, of us. We adjust in the chair in real time. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Want to get high on that peg? Hey. Yeah, I got I to gotta raise myself up to this, you know, the love of this show, so. Right. Oh. <laughs> Yo, that show was, um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, I killed it today. Started it yesterday, I think. <laughs> I think it only took me two days to finish it. So before I get into the real hard questions, what's your yeah. thoughts of beginning to end? Uh, I love the show, man. I love the character development. I love the motivation for everyone. I love uh, Joe's, uh, I guess you would say redemption, so to speak, or his just... Like his hum, like being more humanized, I guess. Uh, I love Ellie breaking down her barriers. Um, yeah, man, it everything happened for a reason. Like every episode was was for a purpose. I just think it was done well. Uh, the anxiety always having every episode. Like for a zombie show that only had like twenty percent of zombies, I felt like they were always gonna pop out every second. Cause the way the music design. Uh, certain scenes and stuff, just the nature of the show, you know, and the nature of this world, you know, the more I started watching and the more I understood, it's like, okay, they're not always everywhere, you know, <laughs> you have to worry more about people or anything, but a brief overview, I think it was great, it's a, a perfect video game adaptation. Because even certain scenes were like word for word from the video game. And it was like, wow. this Like that last, when Joe went on fucking frenzy against the fireflies. That was, I, I knew nothing was stopping him when they played the music. And they got like, like it's like he was numb. I already knew. I was like, nah, he's, he's winning. Nothing, he's, he's, he's not getting any type of damage. <laughs> so... Are we allowed to do spoilers here? Of course. Part, this is the part two spoilers. <laughs> part two spoilers. Are we allowed to do part two spoilers? Oh, I'm fine with it. Okay. So. Because the game, the, the show might, might not be exactly like the, you know. Well, based on what the, the um, I don't know if you know, but the actual person who wrote The Last of Us, Neil Druckmann, he's involved with the HBO show. Okay. Um, so oh, he's cool. already made comments saying that he doesn't really plan on making much major changes to uh, at least part two. But part two is very, very divisive. Um, I, I sent you this in a text message and it's divisive for a lot of reasons. Uh, main one, at least surrounding. I don't think it was because uh, if you don't know, Joel dies in part two. I don't think it was mainly because Joel died is how it happened leading up to the the um the launch of part two. So they pretty much pulled the Marvel movie trailer fake out. If you if you know what I mean. Like they um like, they no. they took the Hulk, you remember the Hulk in Avengers Infinity War, how that scene never happened. What, what if scene? you me- if you remember in Infinity War, the the end trailer shot where it shows the Hulk running oh, yes, in yes, camera, yes. how that never happened in the in the movie, mm-hmm. they kind of did that with Joel. They took um some 
some points in the game and pretty much took his character model and put him there basically but that's not how it actually happened and then on top of that right before the game launch you had a whole bunch of leaks okay. so oh, i remember that uh, yeah I remember yeah that. so when those leaks when those leaks came out it pretty much spoiled the whole um you know the, that whole scene and it was just like wait what you know, and then at that point, nobody knew when it was happening. And when you finally pick up the game, it's that. So you also have the other character, Abby. Nobody really likes Abby. Everybody hates Abby. Um, yeah. But yeah, so before we continue on with part two, part one. Um, Part one, video game wise, this is why I say it's probably the best. One of the best video games ever made. Um. Because at the end, uh, the the show did the same justice as it did in the video game. It leaves you on like a moral, like a moral dilemma. It's like, uh, as I yeah, as I'm pretty sure you you as the viewer and and then also me as the player, we were both probably in the moment of like, yes, he saved Ellie. I, I'm assuming that's how you felt. Like yeah, bro, we were in a pro save Ellie back bandwagon. But then at the same time, you get the moral dilemma of, but did he actually do the right thing? He actually Fuck made yeah. he made a selfish decision at the end of the day. Um, I, I knew this question was going to happen. For some reason, <laughs> like when the yeah. show ended, I was like, why did he want to do a pause so soon? Uh, it's, just, it's this question. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's, 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 it's not like a black and white, you know, like way to no. end it. So it's kind of like he made that selfish choice to put his needs over the needs of the world. Now, you know, yeah, we can go into the, you know, more. Can we go into it? <laughs> yeah, we can go into the more finite details of if they made a cure, would it have actually worked? Would they even have made a cure? Not you know, even that. Die. Look at the hospital room. It was, it was dirty, dingy, the equipment they had. Who's to say that? whatever uh, specimen they would have taken would have survived because it didn't look they looked like they was doing in the gas station like it's not like they mm -hmm. had equipment refrigeration or just like stuff that you can uh research or like mag um uh what's that thing you looking i don't say magnoscope <laughs> microscope there you go microscopes like let's say they did cut into her they took it out you you don't know we don't know what could have happened and then we, like you said if they did get a cure, they're going to be no better than Federer because now they're going to have all control. Of, oh, you want the cure? Or it might not just stay there. And who's to say that they had the ability to mass produce this? You know, so I, I do get the, the point of it. But at the same time, Marlene from the beginning, well, from the show, not, I don't know the game, but <clears throat> our views were horrible. You know, it was just an idea they were trying to get behind. It was not really caring for the people because even the mom was like, yo, make a promise to me. Take care of my daughter. And she's like, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm saving the world. But it's like, you, oh, I understand the most. No, you don't. You you shipped her away. You sent her to Federal in the first place. Then you sent, the, sent her away with a random dude, Joel. Mind you, you had a whole team, a squad with you. You survived. Like, why couldn't she stay with you? Like, just her whole motivations and... Just her, like, first of all, the show does a great job of you never know if someone's good or bad. You know, with Joe, I always felt like he was, like, just trying to redemption art. But everybody's, like, like that whole church episode was like, damn. And are they good or are they bad? It, it's, it's so 
tips, you know, like did they did a great mm-hmm. job, but and it's like yeah. <laughs> you know, with those like those finite details right there, like when you're questioning the, the church, I'm assuming you're talking about the cannibals. Yeah. So it's 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 like it's it's a it's it's all a moral kind of blur, right? I feel like with Joel specifically, like Joel is not a good guy. Like we're front and center, we're gonna get that straight. Joel is not a good guy. That's highlighted throughout the the game. But what did he show. do that was bad? Because the show did a bad <laughs> job if they were trying to show him being a bad guy. Well, well, if you take it, if you take when remember the the ambush, right? The ambush when they were driving to the city and the guy was, oh, oh, I need help, please. And Joel's like, I don't think it's the same exact line, but he goes, oh, he's not even hurt. It's it's showing you that, yeah, he used to live that life. He used to be on the other side of robbing people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be this. And that's also, it's also highlighted and told to you the division between him and Tommy. That Joel started to do such terrible things that Tommy couldn't handle it anymore. And that's why he went to the Fireflies. So... It's a whole bunch of stuff throughout the game and also show that's telling you, yeah, Joel is not a clear cut good guy, right? Like he, he, he may have good, good intentions, good actions, but he's just not a good guy altogether. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so I say like in the moment, you also got to remember, he just killed a whole bunch of innocent people in the hospital, no matter how you decide to look at that. And leading into part two, that's what Abby's thing is because he ends up killing um Abby's father. I just found out that the father was a doctor. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I thought the father was uh the from the church people because he did kill that church person, and I thought I was like that daughter rise up the ranks like I'm her whole life was for revenge. That's who I thought mm-hmm. she was until I found out. So. Like that's why with with the specifically the ending, it's we I choose to remove the you know like yeah we can make, make get all those questions going like what they made the cure or what do they done mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I always choose when is I I'm just gonna assume when they wrote the game the intention was they were definitely going to make this cure and they were definitely going to mass produce this cure and somehow fight the infection that's the way I'm gonna choose to believe it because I feel like that's the only way you can really have the argument. Right or have the conversation, not really argument. So as though it comes down to like, yeah, Joel. Based on me as the player, I, I I'm the hundred percent behind Joel rescuing Elliot. But was it the right thing to do? Right, and then, like I said, you, no matter how you cut it, killed a whole bunch of innocent people. And I feel like in the show they made that more evident because you know in the game is it's a game we're going to get into a firefight is yeah. all that but in the <laughs> firefight with the fireflies <laughs> yeah <laughs> but in the in the in the shows like you know he was methodically taking these people out like you know like they weren't even ready for him all that stuff and it's just like you know it's that it's that great no they were ready for him they were shooting back at him <clears throat> oh yeah they were shooting back at him but you know like that they were defending themselves. It's not. It's not really that clear cut way in the game. I mean, one dude got away that ran out the door. There was one yeah, dude who actually got away. Always that one dude who gets away. <laughs> I don't know, man. See, I'm with Joe. I understand the innocent people, but at the same time, that's your daughter. That that's it. He's seen that as his daughter, and she's seeing him as a surrogate father. And first of all, Marlene lied. She should have said that from the jump. Like, nah, I want to dive into your brain to take this shit out. Why don't you give her the choice to make? You never gave Ellie the choice. Let's Ellie see what she would have said. 
Ellie does take the choice. Ellie tells you that's what she wants to do. She tells you what that's what she wants to do several times throughout the game. And she also doesn't in the show. know that it was about it was something like, oh, I'm gonna take my blood and do it. She, not like, oh, I'm gonna die. She thought that the way they made it seem also in the show was like after everything is over, what she said, what you gonna do after everything's over? Oh, I'm gonna get a sheep farm. And then they kept asking that question, oh, what are you gonna do afterwards? So her mindset was like, they're gonna extract what they gotta extract. I'm still gonna be living. And let's mm-hmm. go live our life, Joe. Not that she had to die, so therefore they can extract it. Because if they, if that would have been known, if she would have been, if she would have known that situation, I don't think she would have been so gun ho with the whole thing. So in part two, it's clearly defined that she wanted to go through with it. So she would have died. Yeah, she know she was. It was explained because at the end of the the show, you can it's it's shown to you that she's in this place of. That she believed Joel or not, because she asked yeah, him her eyes what you know, like what happened, that. and then she just says okay, and it, it's it's supposed to be understood in that moment of like she said okay because that was all she had to go on. Part two, there's a secret, uh, a sequence of events that she discovers the truth of what happened there. So it's always for her. She felt her purpose was to be the cure, especially with. Um, with Riley, the way she died, everybody who died leading up to that moment, she always felt like that was her purpose, that she would have been the one to to do this. And once Joel did that, he took her purpose away from her. So it's like Joel also says to her in the same kind of conversation, if if he had to make the decision over and over again, if he had a second chance to go through the same process over again, he would do it every single time, the same, the same exact way. And he told her, you know, he was sorry for that. <laughs> but for her, it was, it's more of, that's her, that was her purpose. That was her reason for living in that moment to be the cure, to stop, to stop all of this from happening. So if you gave her the choice, her choice would have been, I still would have, went on the, the operating table to have this cure made because I would have, you know, for Riley, for um, Sam, Sam and Sam and I can't remember the brother's name, Sam and... That is the brother. Well, no, the other, well, one, the other brother. Both, both, both brothers. Yeah, but only one of them got affected, not the other Yeah, one. only one of them got infected, but, you know, he could... Henry, make, Henry. Yeah, Henry and Sammy. Yeah, he, so, you know, unallowed <laughs> himself. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, for, for reasons like that, it's 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 kind of clearly defined as you go through part two what what she would have wanted. Yeah, and... but we're talking about part. We're talking about part one. <laughs> we're talking about because then again, like she's older, she's you know she's seen the more of the gray of the world, and I don't I don't know the the what led to her making that decision. Like, oh yeah, I would have done it anyway because maybe she would have been mad. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the game, whatever, right? But. I just feel like if it was at that moment, once she got to the Fireflies and Marlene said, listen, we're going to have to do X, Y, and Z, and you might not live. That is the question or the choice I'm referring to. Not later on when she actually has time to think and be like, oh, shit, babe, Joe, you did betray me. And then all that goes into the mix of it. And then, you know, you're going out through your whole life and people keep telling you, you're the cure, you're the cure, you're the cure, or, you know, you're the potential cure. Even even when Joe says, oh, there's other people out there who could also be the cure, like, you know, that seeps into your mind like damn all these people could have died all the people i could have saved yeah it's a lot that's why i said like at that moment would she have made that choice because she was a hundred percent being like i'm afraid of being alone i'm just afraid i'm always afraid i'm always scared and 
I don't think a girl. I think she was. I think she's fourteen. The way the show made it seem. I don't think she would have made that choice. I don't know. She would maybe look at Joe and say, "What do you think?" She couldn't make that choice by herself if given the opportunity, in my opinion. But in the same episode that Henry and Sam died, remember it was her that says, "We keep going to the end. We keep going till this is this is settled." Yes, but not in the sense of like, yeah, we keep going to the end that we're both happy and we're both reading our comic books together. Not that, oh, I'm going to sacrifice myself for the betterment of the world. We don't know if that would have been her, if that was the path that she was leaning to. You know, she, the way the, the way I see it was like, we're going to save the world. I'm the cure. And afterwards, we're going back to our normal living. What are we going to do, Joe? Because, you know, she didn't want to be alone. All she knew was Joe. And that's how I saw it. I never saw that, you know, even if Riley was still alive, I don't think she would have killed herself. What do you mean if she would not killed herself? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I feel like if Riley was alive and she got bit, and he's like, oh, no, that's a bad example. Just forget that example. What I'm just trying to say is that I still don't think, no matter what she said throughout the show, that she would have willingly just gave up her life for that. She would have been very conflicted, and I don't think, she, like I said, she would have made that choice alone if presented the opportunity. I think she, she would look at Joe and say, what do you think? And she would want him to say, Either do it or don't do it. See, she's it's, fourteen, it's, bro. You're right, but like I said, in she that barely just got like, in that it, it, her life at that moment was, was what led to her decision. Because even in the game, it's not clearly defined that she was going to die. It was just Joel is taking her to the Fireflies. She knew she was going to Fireflies for them to try to find a cure. That's yeah. that's always been out there and known. They know it wasn't known that she was going to die, but in the moment <clears throat> or leading up to that, it's 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 like it's highlighted throughout throughout it all. It gives you the reasoning, but like I said, it's not really till part two when you get the what, you know the fallout from that it all. Die? No, that the her reasoning, like when Riley died, you know it was, you know she like she said it it was you know I don't even know if it said in the show I don't remember but. She, they, they were both thinking about killing themselves, but instead oh, yeah, they chose they to wait said, it out. <clears throat> uh, let's just sit here and wait till our minds go crazy. It'd be poetic. Yeah, but Riley, Riley got crazy first. Yeah, Riley ended up going crazy, and she was waiting, and she never turned, which is how mm-hmm. she discovered that she was, she was there. And for her to, you know, realize that in that moment, she, she was not, you know, she was not. I'm losing words here. She was. She could have. She can. She can be the curl. She's not affected by this stuff, by this fungus. They also yeah. changed the way the fungus works in the show. So that's that's a whole other topic unto itself. But well, um, spores in the game. Like, yeah, you but it in. yeah, but they, it made sense for what they said. Um, like in the show, why they changed it, and that was more so because they said, like, in terms of um, TV show wise, it's hard to do like spores per se it's like it's hard to get do that on a camera to get that same effect so they chose to change what the fungus actually was in the show and i didn't have a problem with it it's whatever still same purpose um but yeah with riley dying that was the first the first one then when you get to to sam and um yeah sam and tess all the people that came along that got infected and you know, along the path going there, that kind of more so every single time somebody died, it kind of 
giving gave her more resolve resolve to say, hey, I'm going to be this cure. I'm going to do it. Like I said, it's not really said until part two, but it's you know when you get when you get to part two and you know all the different times they they kind of before she actually finds out it, it's like you know she's going through kind of a depression sort of because she's trying to figure out what her purpose is since you know she she believes Joel what Joel said which was I don't think uh, I think he says something like that when they were there was a whole bunch of people there and yeah. they didn't find the cure all that so it, it wasn't Raiders only came, you like you're yeah. Go. So he said he he just decided to take her because they weren't really doing anything. So for her, she didn't see it or all that. And I think she eventually says later, why didn't you wake me up? Why didn't you ask me? Why didn't you allow me to, you know, make a decision for myself? So like I said, it's it's part two, which is the the the, the thing here where you're not, <laughs> you know, you don't, you're not at, but it, 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 there's all the events that it gives you, to, but then in part two is like these. This this is why I w- I would have gone through with it. Yeah, but then again, it, it's she's older. She's thinking things through, and like you said, well, what if she wasn't depressed? You know, and all the stuff that she probably has, all the events that she went through in part two, probably seeing more death or just more conflict inter- internal and external. You know. I don't know how how many years later on. I feel like she's eighteen in part two. How so? I like in part in part two specifically because this is all told in a set of flashbacks. So it's it's the immediate aftermath. Like I would even say like weeks because the game the game picks up sort of right where it ended. Maybe like a couple of days afterwards, which is as soon as they get back to Jackson. Um, which is where Tommy's at. Yeah. I don't think they ever called it Jackson in no, the, in the show, didn't. but that's that's where it is. Um, when they, because uh, the the second game starts with Tommy and Joel, and Joel is telling Tommy what happened, pretty much the the truth of what happened. Yeah, and um, so you pick up from there, and then it's all through, told through flashbacks throughout the game of pretty much how she how she was feeling in the aftermath. So you you're playing present day. I want to say she's eighteen years old. I don't. I don't know, but you play present day, but then it goes backwards to kind of immediate what what the, the string of events that led to it. So it goes, you know, first she's, you start to see she's growing distant from Joel because it's like she, you can see she doesn't believe him, but she doesn't have anything to go on. And then she asks him one more time, you know, kind of again, are you telling me the truth? Is this what actually happened? And then she kind of says, you know, because I, I feel like, you know, I don't have a purpose anymore. Like I was supposed to be this cure to save everybody. But, you know, like, I don't know what happened. And, you know, life goes on. And then eventually, you know, she's looking for answers of what happened. Eventually she ends up back at the hospital and then she finds out the truth of what happened. And then uh, after that, there's just that's when the divide happens between her and Joel. And then I think that divide happens for years. Like she's not talking to him. So, yeah. um, and you start to see that wearing on Joel and kind of, you know, that's how you lead up into the events of the actual game. So all this happens, all, all the story that you need to understand is told in a series of flashbacks, which is stupid in terms of how the game, <laughs> the game plays out. It's, it's stupid, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's like, yeah, you, you know, I get what you're saying in the moment, but because, you know. Once you get to part two and it's all explained or you get all the, you know, the backdrop of her feelings towards it, it's like, okay, I get it. 
So that's that's why I like. I, I get where you, you get come it, from, but I get, I, that's what I said. I get where you coming from. Just finishing the show, you know all that. I was in the same place, you know. But even X with, amount of years ago, so. <laughs> but even with the show, even you, you, all the stuff you find out later on, like we're comparing a fourteen year old's brain to a an eighteen year old's. You know, you have more uh more thought. You you can think in nuances and all these things compared to a fourteen year old and. All she really wants at that age is probably validation and, and and to be loved and to not be alone. You know, I'm sure Ellie eighteen probably feels that, but she probably could suppress her, just be on her own or whatever. Like probably Ellie eighteen at that moment, would be like fuck yeah, I'm down. But Ellie fourteen at that same what? situation would have been like, I don't know. Like I said, she's a child. She's and then the the whole show is highlighting how. But like a bubble girl, she is. Uh, you know the escalator part with her in the mall. The certain music, a guitar, and all these things that they're showing throughout the show that she's not privy to. She doesn't understand. So you really think she's gonna sit there and make a a, a huge decision like that at fourteen? I don't care. In my opinion, I don't care what she later on grows up in retrospects. Look at things. Then her mind changes. Oh, okay, that's. That has nothing to do, you know, like, it, it, I get where you're coming from, but because there's so much of growth in between and her learning and just experiencing life, yeah, I can see that she would have done it, but can she tell herself at a 14-year-old, like, hey, would you have done it? I don't think so. Personally, I don't, I don't think so. I think she would have told Joel the same thing, taking me out of here. Well, let's, let's, let's go with the... Mar, I think Marlene also put the question out there. She said, "Why don't you ask Ellie what what she would want to do?" But Marlene didn't ask Ellie herself. She should have so, told her when they that, were in Boston. But in that moment, if she would have asked Ellie, and Ellie would have said yes, you think Joel is still leaving her behind? We don't know because it never happened. Ah, um, <laughs> this is this this is. What but I, mean, I see I'm, what I'm, you mean though. <laughs> but then again, he never. Um, but Marlene should let him talk to him, let him, let them talk to each other at the same time. Yeah, but you, you, that's that's why. Like in the moment, in the in the video game, because I can't, I don't, I don't know why the show is so fuzzy to me right now. In the in the <laughs> game, <laughs> in the game, when when that final encounter with Marlene, it, it, I think Joel like literally just. I, I remember in the show, literally just boom shot her like. You gonna no, come it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same thing. I, I saw. I just saw the video game before we got here. It's the so, same thing. So, Marlene, you know, when she's talking to him, she she literally says, "Hey, like, is this what Ellie will want?" You know, like in that moment, if 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 they would have, if she would have allowed to talk it out, like for me, I feel like Joel didn't want to talk it out because he probably knew Ellie would have said yes, and he didn't want to give her the opportunity to say yes because again, he that's right now at that point in the in the in the show slash game they full on father-daughter relationship at that yeah. time you know like throughout it is the build-up but at that that's father-daughter relationship and he couldn't handle losing another daughter so that's you know other interpretation my, my interpretation of how, how those events went down but yeah you're right maybe you know at 14 it's not it's not uh her kind of her decision to make but her mind is still before, not even involved yet she's not even 100 percent an adult even at 18 she's still got <laughs> a lot more to grow yeah, you're right. But um, like I said, because of because of the the extra information provided in part two, that I can say 
That's why I said I can. I, I can sit here. I can sit here and tell you one hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt. She would have made the decision to stay and let them continue to try to find a cure. That would have been her decision. I, I get it. You can give her you... all the information you want, but it still doesn't matter because if you gave that same information to a fourteen year old, would a fourteen year old made that make that decision? Like I, I see where you're coming from, but it no matter what happens. At that moment, that was the right, that was the, the only choice that was presented for one as a father and two as a daughter who was unwilling knowing the truth. And Marlene just lying, just not telling her the truth because not telling is also lying at the same time. You, you know, like I, I get it later on. She says, oh, I learned all these things. I would have made that choice. But you can't compare. You just can't. The choices you made at a 14-year-old compared to the choices you made now if you if you fourteen will have known all the stuff, you think you would still make the same decision? You, yeah, be a, like a, I said, a hundred, when, when you're surrounded decision. when you're surrounded by death of every of people that you've grown to love, and you know when when in her circumstance, like I said, she was the cure. She was the one unaffected. She knew that she was going to be part of the cure. So that's why it's hard for me to believe. Like in that moment, even if they told her, hey. You're going to die if we do this. She probably still going to say yes because of all the death she was surrounded by. Because <laughs> that's yeah. that that was without that was Joel's that's that was though, without without, without if Joel was still there if if she was woken up and said hey Ellie this is what's going to happen they're going to if you do this go through with this they're going to you know you're you're not going to make it out the other side she probably would look at Joel and probably still said yes because like I said and at the end of the episode with Sam and him she literally told them hey. We're going to finish this. We're going to go to the end of the line. If she would have found out, hey, you're going to die, she probably would have had a breakdown, but still said, hey, if this is going to find a cure for everybody so nobody else has to go through this, she probably would have still went through with it in that moment. And and it's only because of all the death that surrounded her that built up to her having that resolve to make that decision. It's not like, you know, it's just a, hey, you know, she was just, the she she just found out she was immune to it. And then, you know, now we, we're just going to, hey, we found, we're going to make this cure out of you. You're going to die. It's not like that. It's more of, hey, you lost you lost um somebody that you loved in, um, what's her face? I forgot her name. And we've been talking about her for Riley. Riley. You lost Riley. You lost Sam. We lost Tess. You, you grew to love these people. And in those moments, especially with I Riley. I want to say she grew to love Tess. Okay. Tess, Tess is debatable. But with Sam and Riley specifically, you know, in that moment, they in the show was a little a- extra added when she found out he was infected. She tried to rub her hand, her hand with her blood, believing that that would probably do something. Yeah. So that's when, you know, another moment. And then also with Riley, you know, like I said, her living, living her friend, her best friend and, you know, a relationship probably would have developed out of it. If yeah. Continued. yeah. But oh, in that moment, she would have. You know, she she we're finding out she was immune and her friend, you know, losing her friend. That's this these are the things that's informing her decision. Yeah, like you said, yeah, it's different at 14 years old. So this is all emotion. This is an emotional decision that she's making, more so than a, a logical decision. Which an eighteen year old would make. Yeah. Not a but, fourteen year old. And that's the point. That's why at fourteen years old, she would have made an emotional choice and still said that she would still went through with it. I d I don't know, bro. She's she she's an orphan. Like, she yeah, wants but, a father. Like throughout the show, she's like Joe, like love me type of thing. And he's like, nah, your cargo. That shit hurts her, bro. 
Especially yeah, actually, right. he's he's, a, he's, a, he's protecting her. It's only them two. Like, and there was a lot of time they spent with each other. Even it was two or three months. But you know, after going through a life, I think uh, it's six months. I think it's a total of six, six to eight months. I think. But after going through a whole bunch of life near life death experiences, you to them six months like four years. You know, you gain you're very attached to each other, and that's what really broke down Joe as well. But uh, damn, that's my point. <laughs> oh, I was saying that, and you know, we could just move on from here. But if if they gave her the choice, Marlene, I think she still would have looked at Joe and said, "What do you think, Dad?" And she wouldn't have not said that, but she would have started crying and been like, "Fuck, this is hard. What do I do?" And then looked at him, and he would have been like, "Oh, you know." Now, if he would have been like, "Nah, don't do it," pop, 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 pop. He's taking the choice out of her, but I think, you know, if given an opportunity to talk, like, look, he even wanted to talk well, to her at that point. He still, and Marlene he still was like, the, nah, we ain't doing it. He still took the choice away from her, so. <laughs> she never knew, she didn't even, she wasn't even presented a choice. So there was no choice to be taken away from her at all. Well, yeah, because he could she have was, woken her up and asked her. By that, by then he killed everybody. <laughs> well, he, everybody wasn't dead, according to Marlene, you know. So, <laughs> man, he fucking destroyed them. I mean, in the video game, I know it shows that there was still people around following him. Yeah, there's still a, there's still like a, a a small pocket of fireflies, but mostly after that event, the fireflies fall out. So, but I, I don't know, man. I I agree to disagree, but I stick true to my point that. I believe Joe made the right choice. Well, regardless of whatever, what, what, what we fall on the ending, I still think the <laughs> ending, no matter what, this, what side you take on it, because you're, you're not the only one who has that opinion. I like, I, I don't want to walk away, make you feel like this or anybody listening like this. Cause it's, no, I want to be unique. <laughs> I feel, I feel that I feel, I feel the ending, no matter which way you fall on the ending, you still like the ending versus oh, yeah. like, 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 you know, like it ends it and everybody hated. It. Yeah, it, it felt, it felt, it felt completed as you said. Now, as we go to part two, <laughs> I like personally. This is my 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 own opinion. I do not want part two to be made. I don't. I don't. Yo, want part two I was saying. I'm like, I'm fine with them just ending it right here. That's 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 how I feel. Because part part two, like, there's a lot of things that make it such a divisive game and. Because Neil Druckmann has been so gun and hole sticking to his guns about how he feels about part two. Like I myself, it when I first played and finished part two, I did not like it. From there, I continued to play part two because I love the gameplay of part two. It's not yeah. gameplay is a prize. Don't like the story. It took me to the like probably third, third time of playing part two, beginning to end, to finally go, you know what? Let me di- try to digest it in the story that they want me to understand versus what I think should happen, right? So, like me, like when I when I took it in that way, it's like I get it. I still don't like it, but I get it. I understand better what the story you're trying to tell, which is stopping the cycle of revenge, pretty much. But it's it, it's just like... <sighs> It's like, it's like, well, how, like, what? Flash is your favorite character, right? So, yeah. <laughs> like, 
it'd be like, what if I, what if I told you, you know, they made a whole video game about the Flash. They killed the Flash in the very first, first in the very first, you know, five minutes of the game. But then for the rest of the game, you person, you're forced to play as the person who killed the Flash. You gonna have some type of like, yo, I really don't want to mess with this dude. This? Exactly, he's like, so I don't play really as Abby mess. most of the time. The first half of the game, you play as Ellie, but then you transition to playing as Abby. And once Wait. you play as Abby, it's just like... Did they have a, a scene together? It was all over the internet? Like, a sex scene? Abby and Elle? Yeah, Abby, Ellie? Abby. No, not Ellie. Abby and um her uh, Owen. That's uh somebody who's close to Abby. Okay. Yo, Abby is just like, yo, she... Look, I have no problem with bodybuilders. I want to make sure I have no problem with woman bodybuilders well, at all. Built? When I say these things, she is built like yo, her arms is fucking huge. Like yo, when I first I when, the golf club for the when you <laughs> when you first when you first going through it, you can't you don't notice it. Like in the first when you first see Abby, because she first she got a jacket on. It's winter, so she got this big you know coat on. Yeah. Second time when she takes that coat off, she has a long ass sweater. But when you get to the summer months and she just got the cut. And it's like you just see her arms, like God damn, I'm like your fucking arms is fucking huge, like damn, more like yo, she never skip arm day, like real talk. She never skip bench day. <laughs> and and then they 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 highlight this more when you play as her, because like when you're playing as Ellie, you know Ellie is more like quick, you know she got this knife stabbing, you know sneaking up on people, shank shank, in the middle of a fight, you poking them up. Abby is like, yo, I'm gonna take this fist. Yo, yo I'm gonna stomp on your arm. Huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's why when it comes to that sex scene in The Last of Us Part Two, I'm like, yo, this is so awkward. Like, two men. <laughs> that's, 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 that's how it felt because she's so huge in the game. And I'm like, again, I have no problem with female bodybuilders. I am not shaming female bodybuilders. This is specifically me talking about how I felt of seeing Yo, something in the game. She just uses her hands to get these people. Yes. And it's just like, yo, damn. Like, <laughs> but that's that's kind of when the division comes in. When, once you start playing as Abby and everybody, you know, everybody's already on motion. You're on high emotion. I love Joel. I love Ellie. Now you're forced to play as a person who killed Joel. It's like, uh, like I don't want this to happen, and it, there's a there's a, po- a moment where you have to fight Ellie, and it's like I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight and kill Ellie. Like, <laughs> man, I, I saw they were saying the <laughs> Joe's biggest weakness was becoming an NPC. Facts. <laughs> oh man, yeah, she's built, bro. So I got me looking at clips. <laughs> She's fucking massive, bro. I see what you mean. So it's like one, it's you like didn't like first part series. two, did you? I don't like the story. I love the gameplay. I think gameplay is fucking five stars. Story, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm okay with it. I'm in an okay place now, today. Immediate reaction, I probably would have told you, yeah, I'm not really a fan of it, not feeling it. It's going to have been like a probably five out of ten story. Today, I feel like it's a 7 out of 10 story, but... So you're telling me Bodybuilder loses to Ellie? No. She just doesn't kill it. <laughs> oh, so does she die? Nobody dies. Nobody of importance dies, besides Joe. That's it? Okay, there's a lot of people who die. Okay, okay, but then... Man, that sucks. Oh, I oh, I guess you you know the the story of of uh, was it revenge? 
this ends it because she doesn't kill. It's 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 about like the the main story is about stopping the cycle of revenge. That's that is what what the main story is. At the end of the day, when you boil it down to, if I have to tell you without telling you everything, that is what the key takeaway of the story is: stopping the cycle of revenge. Oh. Sorry, I was watching a clip of it. Uh, I, I, I was trying to see if she died. Like, I really wanted to. <laughs> There's a video saying 10 different ways Ellie kills Abby. I guess it must be like... A, yeah, it, when it's you probably in-game. In it's probably like an in-game in type thing. Yeah. Damn, now you're saying I, I didn't want to make part two either. Like I, I, I don't want to see that. Like after the video game, it's just like I don't if 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 you're gonna stick to the same thing, you know that 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 got you there. I just like I'm gonna still watch it when it comes out. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. gonna watch it. I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna be in love with it. Like part part one. Like I just feel like part one is question unquestionably great. Like that is definitive storytelling right there. Boom, peak storytelling. Part two is just like. <laughs> I I hope they just like either they change it up because they was asking uh, Pedro like hey um you know what happens in part two and he's like listen the story is the story you know that's how it is you know I know there were certain things that we had to change in part one but we gotta stay true to the story I'm like damn he really wants to die again and like if if, <laughs> if <laughs> Game of Thrones he wants to be killed again <laughs> if I'm my my personal view is that this becomes a season two and season three type of thing. I kind of feel like they're probably, I feel like it's to extend it out because money is money. HBO got to make some good money. To extend it out, I oh, feel like they're going to take all, all the flashbacks and show and show all the flashbacks in order first. That's what we're going to get presented with first. And then I feel like the season will probably end with Joel dying. And then the first part, the first, yeah, the, yeah, whatever they decide like, to like do, like a Glenn ending. Yeah, I feel like it's probably going to end with Joel dying, and then we pick up season three with you know Ellie trying to get revenge, and eventually whatever they decide to do with Abby. But I, I said this. No, I didn't say this. I, I've been saying this to, to to people who also watched The Last of Us. I'm like, I pray, I pray. I have the best wishes for whoever they cast as Abby because whoever they cast as Abby is going to be the most hated person on the internet. And I hope that they have strong willpower. I mean, I don't know because they casted Negan and not everyone loves Negan. Yeah, everybody <laughs> loved Negan. Everybody loved Negan is a Negan was a fan favorite in Walking Dead. Like, yeah, nobody like he killed he killed he killed Glenn, but you know, for for what he was, he was a fan favorite through the comics, and that's why everybody was happy when Jeffrey D. Morgan was was Negan. Like the, the action of killing Glenn was 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 the issue, but the character of Negan, he, he is a, he was a popular character. Um, man, I wonder who they could put. Uh, uh what's his girl's name? I was Cap like, Yo. Captain Marvel. Nah, Brie Larson. Larson. <laughs> nah, they, they they should cast Ronda Rousey. I was just opinion. about to say that. I was like, they should cast Ronda Rousey because nobody like her already anyway. I was gonna say Gina Carano. They don't like her either, but she's already canceled, so I don't think uh, HBO is gonna hire her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was interesting was that um, Pedro Pascal sounds like Joel. 
it was crazy. Like maybe just like the way they end their sentences is like it's very deep. Well, and well, fun fact. I don't know if you noticed, but the person who plays Joel was in the show. No, I didn't know that. Who was he? Uh, Troy Baker. He was the um the 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 cannibal, the the leader, the side, the the second hand, his right hand man, the one, the one the who beard. got stabbed in the neck. Yep, that was that's that's Troy Baker. He he actually does the voice for Joel, just like the woman that the uh, the woman in the last episode who gave Ellie birth. That is actually Ellie's voice actress. Ellie's mom is actually Ellie's voice actress. She looks it's just like Ellie though. Like she looks like Bella Ramsey. Well, I got nothing. That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, yo, she looks just like her. I was like, this has to be her sister. I think her name is Ashley Ashley Johnson, but I might have that wrong. But um and Marlene is actually Marlene from the the game as well. Oh, yes. that was that was perfect casting because I was also, like, why she sounds the same. One one more. If you remember the the chick that was leading the 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 faction that was chasing Sam and Henry, yes, yes, her, her, her right hand man with the OD beard, yeah, that is uh, Tommy's voice actor in the game. Oh, okay, damn, Tommy got fucked. <laughs> yo, my man got his neck snapped, skull ripped. Like, yo, are they gonna show more of those like? Uh... Zombies in part two, like what's part one like? Like there was barely any zombies in part in the game. Well, in the show, but that's that's in- that's the the issue with the I guess show show wise because in my mind, like it's like The Walking Dead is not not about the zombies but the people. The yeah. Last of Us is kind of like that too, and the only reason like in the game you get that is because it's a game gameplay. Gameplay is why you get all the zombies you see. Yeah, yeah, because of, course, of gameplay. Yeah. You take gameplay out of that. Story wise, like the zombies are just around. They're not, they're not, they're, you know, they're like a part of the set piece. They're not like important characters. So it's, it's hard for me to say, really. Like, I just feel like they, they, they're, they're a part of the, 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 the landscape of storytelling. They're not, you know, there are times where they're highlighted, but it's hard for me to say if there's going to be more of a presence going into part two. It's just like I said, the presence is there in part one, at least video game is because that's a video game. That's what helps makes the game levels, gameplay, all that stuff. But when you go to show, so I like, I understand why, you know, like, People say there's not enough action. It's because this is storytelling. You know, you oh, take, I didn't you care take, about that. The action, yeah, you take storytelling is amazing. You take the you take the gameplay out of it. That gameplay that you you're you're doing is the action. Once you take that out, is mostly storytelling. So, but I, I, uh, like I said, the show made it seem like the zombies are like the worst thing you should be worried about. And I'm like. The, the the animals survive like the zombies were gonna go after the animals, but like you know like there's there's dogs around in the world. I, I don't know if they affect any animals, but there's like the you see dogs was there. Yeah, like I don't I don't think the fungus attacked the animals, but yeah, like it was a lot of questions. I was like like I don't know, like it's not Resident Evil where you get zombie dogs and stuff. So, but it's like but Walking Dead they go after the animals too. There, um, in part, well, there there are times when they they do show that at least they 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 survive off of eating animals and stuff. Like the fungus. It's not, yeah, like uh, 
but I don't really remember if that happened in the show. Like you do, like in a game, there are, it's, it's not a lot. It's very few times, like maybe less than a handful of times you may see like a, a rotting animal carcass that's been ripped apart. Yeah. Something like that. So. Hmm. Okay. Man, it makes it seem like if you want to survive against them, just go north. Just go where it's cold. Oh, oh, oh when there's nobody there because no one is coming at. Like, let's stay away from the cities. And it's yo, it's crazy that them two traveled throughout the entire United States, bro, and they barely had to deal with many zombies. Like they were like, "Oh, okay, let's make the trip." Like after everything was over, oh, let's go back to Tommy's. Yeah, we did it before. It's nothing. Like it wasn't afraid. I'm like, you're not afraid walking through the the, the forest and shit. That would be my concern. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. Like I, I was wondering, like you know, that big brolic uh, zombie might come back in part two, or if, if you see it again in part one, like yeah, that's what, like in game gameplay. It's not you see that thing more than one time. So it's like that's not the only time. Like when you, it's different different circumstances of how you bump into it, but it's not the only time you see it. Oh, okay. Is this something called the Rat King? Yeah, that's from part two. That that's a that was a fun boss battle. But is that like story, or does that's just another you know just a... that I, and that I would assume that would make it to part two because that's part of story. Like in in game in gameplay and story, the Rat King exists because the hospital that they're in was Ground Zero, where it happened, and that in emergency. America. Yes, that was Ground sh- Zero. Okay. Yeah, and in the game, it was ground ground zero. The that specific hospital was ground zero when the, the first case that was reported. So in the game, the the their emergency wing was completely shut down and boarded up and never touched ever since outbreak day. So that's twenty years ago, yeah. and that the Rat King is an amalgamation of different types of um different types of infected. So it's like more than one infected together. So, oh, damn, that's that's you ain't beating against that, bro. <laughs> Man, that first time playing that boss battle, it's not fun. <laughs> do you do you end up defeating it? Yeah, you kill it, <laughs> kill that motherfucker with what? I'm sure it's not guns, <clears throat> right? Well, yeah, you got because you got a flamethrower. She got a machine because you're playing as Abby, so <laughs> Abby also got a different assortment of weapons than Ellie. So, <laughs> I mean, she got them raw like hands. Though. All she got to do is use them hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, like as you're fighting the rat, the the rat king, it starts to rip apart. So like it becomes a multi layered boss fight. Like first you got this one big, big thing that's chasing you, and you're trying to get away from it. Then you got then as it goes on, one of the, because there's like a, what is it called? A clicker. One of the clickers rips away from it. And now you're fighting like another battle of the the clicker getting away. Then you got a stalker that breaks off of it too. And now you're fighting another three, a war on three fronts. So. Oh, hell no. I'm watching this shit. This is, oh no. 
Oh yeah, I remember. This, is, this looks hard. I thought I was like I, like, I remember first time I was playing. I'm thinking I'm safe. I'm like, all right, let me get this, get myself together. Run, ran through a window. That joint broke through the wall. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I see what you mean by the fucking clicker. Uh, nah, that's too much, bro. I, I'm not playing this game at all. I don't care. <laughs> it's a good game, but I ain't playing this. Yeah, like like I was like gameplay. Regardless of how you feel from the, about about the story of part two, I think most people will tell you that gameplay wise, part two was was beautiful part in gameplay. That's why when they decided to make The Last of Us remake and didn't incorporate the the element the gameplay of part two into part one, that was that was a major disappointment. Wait, what did they do different? They just pretty much reskinned the game. That's it for the remake, quote unquote remake. Wait, so what's so bad about that? Because part two was an advancement of all the mechanics of the game. Uh-huh. Part one was a $70 reskin. It was a remaster. That was oh. it was just a remaster on top of a remaster. At full price. Oh yeah, she's she's violating, bro. Like they won they're running away from her in this Rat King thing. After she defeats the big blob, they're like, oh no. This girl's guns are crazy. I'm out of here. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't wait though. Like uh, going back to the show, the acting was phenomenal. Even people you like you never heard about, because m- most of these HBO shows, I'm like, I don't know anybody besides the first two people. You know, I feel like every time they do these shows, you never know anybody else. But their their acting is impeccable. It's like amazing. But um, yeah. I if anybody. Wants to watch it is uh, it's a must watch. That's so it. I I got a I got a rude a rude question. Okay. So I was like I was talking <laughs> I was talking to my boy right and I'm like so Sam right in the show Sam Sam is deaf. So I was I was waiting for this part. <laughs> I was wondering if Sam lived long enough as an infected to become a clicker. How does that work? I mean, he would be the most, he'd be the most worthless one of them all, bro. Because I'm like, what, what, what does he do? Like, does he just stand still and not move? Like, wait for touch? Because, like, if if you also think about it, like, he didn't react. <laughs> it was no, like she was talking moment, to him. She was talking to him, but he didn't react until she touched him. Yeah, and and, so, and, and, and it was an eye <laughs> thing too. It was like ah. Uh huh. It was like it was like it was like if she would have just talked to him the whole time. He probably was just sat there the whole time. It wasn't until she touched him that he moved. So I was like, "Bro, she fell so... asleep, mm-hmm. and he was just sitting there. Like yep. she would have been dead. Well, she would have not died. She would have been beat, um, this beat up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good point, though. You know, when that scene happened, I thought about that because I remember you told me this before. Well, because I didn't watch the show, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I was like. Yeah, what was he gonna do? <laughs> he would have died, right? I'm sure they have they need food to survive, right? I don't know. That's that's never really defined. Like I wanna assume yes, but <clears throat> I mean sooner or later they should all just die, right? Or sooner or later I don't know, man. Like that's that's what I think, but then you see these things survive long enough to become clickers and bloaters and or other assortment of things out there. I just wonder, like, what, what's life 50 years later? You know? 
Are they this is the end of dying because they have nothing else to eat? Everyone's in their own encampment. But does everybody else die because but then there's still game out there. It, it's great. Do you do life or look I don't know. It's so interesting. Oh, one one thing I think we talked about is just like that whole basement scene when the bank with Sam and, and and Henry. I was like, yo, I was expecting a lot more zombies. I know we talked about it like yesterday, but it still threw me off. I was like, not one of them was in the basement. Like where that was the ultimate. Hide? That was the ultimate video game trope, though. <laughs> yeah, because they went down there and he goes, "Look, I told you." nothing and then joel was like what do you mean we just started <laughs> yeah exactly <clears throat> one thing i guess they might pay off later is just that they all connected it was only like in the first couple episodes that was a real thing and then later on it was just like not mentioned how they're connected or well it seemed like in the in the first and when with Tess, it seemed like they were trying to hide highlight it was a hive mind because they focused on the fungus. Them, I think they were something happened. Forgot what happened exactly, but they did something in the fungus where they were picked it up, and it just seemed like they were showing the fungus, kind of sending a message like, "Yo, this is what's going on over here. Go." And that's when all all the infected started moving. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's like uh, when they, <clears throat> I guess. You know, when you see the war thing, like the whole spread, that's kind of like a relay point. He could dry out or something. Because when he died, when they killed that one zombie, and then his, his hands touched the floor, it's like, I don't know, like, it just touched him and they, they sent a the message. I don't know. Yeah, that's the, in the show, it seems like it's hive, it's a hive mind in the show. It's different in the in the game, the rules of how the infected work. But it seems like in the show, it it... They're trying to tell you it's a hive mind thing. That wasn't exactly made clear, but it's implied. But then again, nobody really cares about zombies later on because at the end it was just about people. It was a people so against people. It's always about the people. You got to worry about the people more than the zombies. Yeah. Nice encampment though, Jackson. That's pretty cool. It's not as good as a as a Frank and Bill. That's the best spot. <laughs> he had a whole basement. They'd never get into him. Yeah, and like was... in the in in the show and on the game, when you first see Jackson, it's kind of like uh, it's like a small settlement. But then when you finally get to part two, like and they show you years later what it becomes, it's like a you know a big a big functioning city. So, oh, it becomes bigger than oh, okay. Yeah, they they keep expanding it, and they also have the the generators, um, power supply, and all that. Oh, stuff from the high from the dam, yeah. yeah. So okay. they, they keep expanding and they have electricity and, you know, pretty much all the stuff they need to function as a as a society. So I'll end my point here, though. But it seems like the Bill and Frank were the only people to really live their lives. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> live their best lives through a whole, a whole apocalypse. Nobody came. Nobody. They had wine. He had a whole town that was uh, caved off. That man about to cook like he was just set. <laughs> yeah, he was set for himself, but yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You? <laughs> think I think I'm good. Like yeah. I said, like I said, do only the big part two, but <laughs> Yeah. And if it is, we'll be back for that. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>